All right, everybody. Thanks for listening and welcome to the Four Lee podcast. The four is for my mother who passed away from Lou Gehrig's disease in 2018. And the Lee is for my brother who passed away a year later. The show is all about learning from other people and growing. Uh, today's guest is Jason. Jason, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, what's up? Uh, my name is Jason. I am Sam's brother-in-law. Very true. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm 30, 31 years old, born yeah. and raised in Long Island. Yeah. Um, and uh, just overall good guy. Yeah. So you're a big UFC fan. Big UFC fan. What do you think about Volk Islam? So if we want to talk Volk Islam. I love talking Volk Islam. <laughs> um, I mean, I love the fight. Listen, you know, it's, it's interesting because UFC sometimes has it both ways. Mm. So, like, for example, there's been plenty of fights where I watched that have ended. And it's been like, all right, that guy, you know, did more damage and therefore we'll give him the W. Mm-hmm. You know, although he might have had some control time, this and that. And so that's how I thought this was going to break down because this was exactly that. But then you do get the other fights where I guess it's just up to the judges where, for instance, in this one, Volk did much more damage, I thought. Really? Um, yeah. Like as far as... In like, the fifth round, I would agree with you. I, th- I think... It, I thought he won two, two, three... Was it two? Th- maybe it was two, two, three, five? two, three, and five. I thought he won. You thought he won three rounds. I thought he won three rounds. Uh, See, I had Islam winning one and two. Volk winning three. Islam winning four. Volk winning five. So my thing was is like there's no doubt in my mind, and maybe if we pull it up, there's no doubt in my mind that you know Islam controlled the fight. Yeah, like, oh yeah. There yeah. was there was three minute spans but, where but Volk's in... Volk's ground game was the best against the Dagestani that we've seen. That was that was that was a master class in in uh I guess submission defense. Yeah. Like I've it was what McGregor it. tried to do against Khabib but couldn't. So let's see. If we look up Volk versus Islam, uh let's go significant strikes and let's see what we get here. Significant I'm pretty sure that strikes. Islam outstruck Volk. You think? I think so. I mean, you might be right. Maybe I have it. You know, obviously, because it's like I've never actually done the in-depth um, dive. Yeah. But let's see significant strikes. So we have significant strikes. Volkanovski, 70 out of 143 to Islam's 57 out of 95. So they actually have, although Volk threw more punches, they have him technically out significant striking Islam over the course of the fight. Okay. Um. You know, 23 to the body, whatever it is. But who, who had the old... Because I feel like Islam threw less punches but connected more overall. Well, up, up until that fifth round. So significant strikes is, is exactly that. Let's see, let's see totals of... I wonder if we can see total of just strikes. Um, like if we just went here to them... And then pulled it up. Like, I don't know if we can actually do that. But long story short, I thought, like I said, I thought Volk was more impressive on his feet. I thought he he commanded the fight more, pushed the pace more, a lot of that stuff. But, like, there was no doubt in in my mind, I'm just being unbiased, is that Islam obviously controlled the fight. They were, like, but... So it wasn't a robbery to you, you just thought... No, it wasn't a robbery. Like I said, I just get confused sometimes. Because, for example, like, if you want to do true MMA rules, all right, you give it to Volk. 
I mean, you give it no, you give to it Islam. to you give it to Islam. Yeah. He, you know, he had ground control more. He had more takedowns, et cetera, et cetera. Scored more points. Yeah. But like I said, what frustrates me just, I guess, is the unevenness of the judging. Sometimes it just kind of depends on the day. Yeah. Because like for example, there was a round or two where Islam got on his back, and I didn't see him throw any strikes or do anything. Just kind of sit when he, the, that. You're saying when he when he was he had bulk and and rear mount and he, he there was nothing did, yeah. he he had the body triangle on him yeah. that was three minutes of just sitting there yeah actually bulk was throwing more strikes from that yeah position. of of yeah. just doing so it's like I get it he's in the better position he has the control and technically he ends up winning that round but like well that's why I, I, I think, didn't see anything from him. I think that Islam the reason that fight didn't go the way I thought it was at the beginning is because one it was in Australia bulk's yeah. backyard. And two, there was no Khabib in his corner. And I think that if Islam has that position and Khabib coaching him, the fight doesn't even go past round three. Yeah, I agree. Obviously, Khabib not being there um, was huge. Um, but And actually, I think it's kind of crazy that when Islam beat um, Oliveira and Khabib was like, our plan is to fight Volkanovski, pound for pound, everything, in, in his hometown, Australia, Perth or whatever. And then Khabib didn't go. Yeah. I thought that was weird. Yeah. I don't know the interworkings of, of why he wasn't there. Or, he said he wants to spend reasons. more time with his family. but That is strange, especially it would just take like three days of his time. You know what I mean? To fly there, hang out, yeah. coach the fight, and then get back. But um, but anyway, so that's all I was trying to say is like I'm not going to sit here and be like, Evoke definitely won that whatever. I just thought he was always pushing forward, did more standing up, did more damage overall. And then just because he was kind of, you know, took him down and had his back, whatever, this and that. Like, I didn't, I didn't think he did anything to win the fight. I thought he controlled the fight, but I don't think he did anything to win it. And so that's where I kind of was like, yeah. Well, I, I think if, you, if you watch Volk Islam and you're in Volkanovski's weight class, you realize now that you have no chance against him. No. And, well, and that, you might as well not even fight Yeah, him. I, I agree. Because I, I think mean, Volk probably runs through the entire lightweight class outside of Islam. He yeah. I think he beats Oliveira. No doubt. No, yeah. there's there's no there's, he's in a class of his own. Like for example, he skipped everybody in a weight class above him, went to the best guy who yeah. is clearly the and best. And he gave guy. him his best fight in and a he long gave time. Him, and he gave him his best fight and, and almost won. Yeah. So it's like so how can you if you're a drop down below, like even compete with that when he's no, you, yeah, when like if he moved up, he would be the number two in that division. I don't so disagree do you, with him staying as pound for pound either. No, because I, I think I think uh, he showed that. Yeah, yeah, like that. It would be different if Islam went up or Islam. Well, Islam going down wouldn't make any sense. But if Islam went up and like fought the champ and like did like that, well then all right, maybe you can consider him pound for pound. But this guy showed he can do it basically in two divisions, at the highest level, and be competitive. And, he, and it's crazy because he's so much shorter, dude. And he it, it, like it I mean when Islam and him like were fighting, it was like it it looked like he was fighting like a yeah. A little person. It looked comical. When yeah, were, like, and but standing and looking at each other. Yeah, like I mean, Islam towered over him. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. The ability, you know, to get inside, like, is is so difficult, and like for him to do that, and like, you know, what people don't realize is you have to obviously take a risk when you let when you let your punch go. You know what I mean? Like, if he wants to, if he wants to get on the inside of him, which he has to do because he just has he doesn't have the reach advantage, he doesn't have the height advantage, so he's got to come inside to throw his punches. Yeah, like the second you do that, you are so vulnerable to being taken down, and being taken down by. Probably the greatest wrestler in, in a couple divisions. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, the yeah, great, yeah. Like, I mean, you know, outside, outside, like, since Khabib hung him up, like, so, is the best. Well, maybe Kazmaier. So to be able to do that and then do that as successfully is like, like that's what like surprised me was it's just 
you know, obviously he got taken down a couple times, but there was a couple, couple good, like, even when it got to the ground, like, he scrambled back up to his feet in seconds. Oh, it, it, his, his defense was incredible. It was incredible. He, I've never seen anyone stand up and break free from yeah. Islam before. Yeah. And so I think that's why Islam was, you know, fighting a different style and not as aggressive is because he knew that. Like, the fight had to come to him if, if Volk wanted to win it. And then once it gets in close... Then that's when the Dagestanis win. As soon as they get their hands on you, it's usually over. Well, Volk was training with Craig Jones of the B team in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, Craig Jones kind of put jiu-jitsu back on the map because Sambo was their balling every jiu-jitsu guy up, especially after what happened between uh, Islam and Oliveira. So Craig Jones had a game plan for and that Volkanowski executed flawlessly. Yeah. So pretty impressive. Yeah. Who do you, who do you, obviously, the, the next big... UFC yeah, well, that's, fight. that's what I was just looking up. So, yeah, we'll get into into Jones, uh, Cyril Gan, But I just want to just say, like, I didn't realize how crazy it actually is, the lineup. And then, like, I will break it down kind of as we well, go. Well, Usman and Edwards, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, March 4th, so you're talking a week from now. Yeah. We have Jones versus Gan. Yep. And then you're talking literally, it's March 18th. So, four t- two weeks from then is now Edwards, Usman 3. And then you want to go another two weeks from then, essentially, because it's not a full month. It doesn't is, go to is April. Is it Pereira? Is Izzy Pereira, too. Is April oh, 8th. That's such a good... That's and then April it, 8th. It, but it, yeah, but it keeps going. Like that's, It's like the next... like Who's after that? Well, first off, it's just a regular UFC fight night with uh, Max Holloway on it. But after that, let me... There's, When's McGregor there's Evans? Big, uh... McGregor Evans isn't until uh, it's not. McGregor it's after Evans, tough. It's McGregor Chandler. Chandler, but I'm it's sorry. Not till, uh, it's not till like the summer because it's got to be after they film the tough. new, yeah, the yeah. new tough. Um, but I just remembered it's uh, Henry Cejudo versus uh, Aljamain Sterling is after that. So it goes. That's bantamweight, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, well, so I can't wait for uh, Usman. Uh, Nurmagomedov and was it Umar Nurmagomedov to to come like to take over the UFC? Like I know one of them is fighting bantamweight, but yeah. the other one's in Bellator, and I can't wait for that. Yeah, I mean it's only a matter of time. Yeah, it's all day. They're my favorite. Right? I follow uh, Javier, is it Javier Mendez their coach. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're incredible. Their stand up is almost as good as their grappling. It's it's ridiculous. How I know. They are. I know. And there's just it's it's their mindset, their training. And they're like twenty three, twenty four years old. Yeah, they're, they're on a whole other level. Um, but. If you want to talk Jones uh, gone real quick, um, you know, I think, and I was actually just funny um, at the bar earlier, we were doing some shots and, we were, <laughs> and, and the boys were, uh, were talking about it. And, you know, it's a lot, it's going to be a lot closer than people think. Like, first off, like, we well, have to. What are to, people thinking? Are they thinking Jones is just going to roll over? Well, I think that's the idea is everyone thinks, you know, Jones is the greatest fighter of all time. Like, pound for, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. He is, in my opinion, obviously, I wish the cocaine and the drugs and the car accidents, the DUIs didn't plague his career. But, you know, he would have been no doubt the best. But I do think he's the best person I've ever seen fight, the best person who's ever fought in the His fight IQ is insane. But, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, I think a lot of people are doubting how close this is going to be. Um, you know, Cyril Gaon is like a heavyweight version of Anderson Silva. Like yeah, the but way he Francis moves. Francis took him down a whole bunch. Yeah, but Francis struggled with his his sticking moves. Like that's what is so dangerous. Is like for example, I don't think John Jones is going to be the type of ground and pound guy. Like Francis had to Francis had to go that route because he was getting pieced apart. Like it's 
you know, he the way he moves at that weight and the different varieties of kicks and punches he throws is like outstanding. So what I'm saying is a lot of people I guess haven't seen him fight in a in a decent it's amount of time. It's been three years since Jones like, has fought. Well that's also what I was gonna say is is we're also going off of the Jones we knew. Like what is what is this three year layoff Jones look like? You know what I mean? So we there's a lot of question marks and who was who did Cyril gain last fight that like he just like absolutely just picked him apart like i know he made a he made a joke out of Derek lewis if you remember that oh yeah like that wasn't even like lewis looked lost yeah um and it's not like lewis is is bad he's 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 been in the top five you know his um, punching powers off the charts yeah his punching powers off the charts he hit you one but like i know he made him look like it it wasn't even comparable i think you're talking about the uh wasn't the australian guy the, the dude with the tattoos? Maybe. And it's just like... It's, it's, like, so, it's like Tua something. This guy's also just dismantled people, too. And so... Um, oh, just, I'm pretty sure it's it's like Tawaluva or something like that. Yeah, the guy who does the, the boots. Yeah. <laughs> who, who pours beers in the shoe. Yeah, that's who it... I'm pretty um, sure that's who Sura Gain fought last. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. tied to Avasa. Yeah. yeah. So absolutely fucking crushed him. He did lose to Angano. Um and then you know it was uh, it was Derek Lewis before that. So I think he, he you know he's fighting at a at a high level right now. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see. I think I think John Jones is going to win, and then I think he's going to fight Stipe. Maybe I mean listen, like, and it's kind uh, of a shame that we'll never see Francis Jones, but maybe we'll. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it should have happened. It's like when. Mayweather and Pacquiao should have fought each other 80 times before they actually fought each other. Yeah. And they were all, like, 40, you know what I mean? Like, it would have been interesting to see, like, uh, like two whenever Francis just beat Stipe, like, go after Jones. Yeah. You know, like, that That would have been something for, like, the ages, essentially. It's just Nganu is obviously the probably the scariest man to ever step in the octagon. Like I think John Jones is the scariest man. Well, the scariest man technique wise. I'm yeah. talking about sheer size and and like if you're standing across from him, you're like this. This is the biggest guy I've ever oh, seen. Oh yeah, yeah that's what I mean by like scare. Like a tech. But I don't like, think John. I think John Jones. You're talking about killing machines. Fight. I think John he wanted. Jones. I think he wants to fight Francis. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll see. Listen, it would make a ton of money. Obviously, Ngannou's off to different things now. Um, he's, is, what he's, is he trying to get into boxing? Yeah, it's just, listen, it makes sense. Like, I, you know, at the end of the day, as much as I love the UFC, and in my opinion, it's the, it's the best fighting organization I think it's the best is, sport out right now. I, I could agree with that. Like I said, I love my NFL, so I'll, I'll hold on to that. But like I say all the time, there's nothing like a good Saturday night pay-per-view where it's like 10 o'clock, you sit down, you, you have a couple drinks or whatever it is, and like yeah. you're just like... The next two hours is just like you just watch like trained killers just fight each other. Well, yeah, I, I mean the craziest like, thing is how good those guys are at fighting. Oh, it's, like it's, they're, it's they're just on a whole other level. It's, it's not even close. Yeah, it's like they, I, they I've done take jujitsu against people. like a couple of guys who are like amateur MMA fighters, and they're like amazing. But they're like amateurs. Yeah. yeah. So I can't imagine what it's like going against like yeah. Khabib or Islam. And another reason why insanity. I think it's it could be considered at least obviously in in our biased opinions the best sport out there right now is my favorite aspect of it is it's it's not limited to just United States. Like, for example, um, you know, United States, the NFL, I love the NFL, but everybody in the NFL, 99% of them come from America. Yeah, I mean... You know, like, what the UFC allows you to do is get people like Conor McGregor that come in with an entire country on their back or Anderson Silva when, you know, he basically brought Brazil to, like, the big... T- you know what I mean? Like, the big yeah. stage, like... 
Like it means a lot more. Now you got more. all the Russians with yeah. The, like now you have the, like, the, the, like, like there's there's so much that you don't realize that like is riding on a lot of these guys. Well, like Leona Machida was one of my favorite with the you know yeah. uh, Japan or wherever I, I thought he fought. Korean out. zombie. Korean zombie. Like when the, you got to remember, like when these people are fighting at ten o'clock our time, like there's people across seas that are waking up and going to you know pubs or bars at three four in the morning to like watch these guys. Well, Volkanovski like, in Australia. Yeah. Like that's what I, you know. Um, like that's that's what I think makes it is it's like there could be some guy out there right now in, you know, Nigeria say who's gonna be the next Francis or whatever and he's coming from poverty and he's just fighting like and it's just like that I think. Well, Francis' is story is crazy. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he didn't start actually fighting until like five or six years ago, right? Yeah, and yeah. yeah, like he didn't even know what it was. I think he was working in like a, a mine or something. He actually was left for dead a couple of yeah. times in like in a slave trade. Yeah. Like, yeah, like no, a lot of crazy shit. But like, that's, that's what I love about it is it's like, you know, you get those, like those stories and it's like, you get like those fans. Like I'll never forget like when I went to see Conor McGregor fight in the first pay-per-view event in MSG when he went for the, the double champ yeah. um, against uh, Mendez. Um, like just walking around MSG and like you see all like the Irish flags and like the people like who like I would talk to a couple of them like flew in from Dublin like the night before you know what yeah. I mean like and that I think is what separates it is it's like it's almost like a version of the Olympics that's going on all the time well I mean when Khabib and, and McGregor had that way in the entire audience was Irish yeah like they're all from Ireland mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying so it's like that I think is what's cool about it is it's it's individuals representing countries you know whether you're like we were just saying, tied to Vasa coming out with the Australian flag in your back or Volk coming out to, you know, from the land down under or, yeah, yeah. you know, like this and that. Like it's, you know, even when Chris Weidman used to walk out to, like, won't back down from Tom Petty. Like, or that Colby. Colby the wears the American like flag. Colby, yeah. Like, you know, like it's like that's, that to me is really what it's like all about. It's like you see that and like that's what, that's what makes it sick is it's just. When, when is Usman fighting again? What do you mean, Usman? Usman's fighting just in a couple of weeks. We just uh, for Prince Edward, right? Talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that is uh, that's coming up in what? That was April. No, that was March eighteenth. He had he had Edwards. For, I mean, Edwards that last kick was incredible. It was he, that was Usman's fight up until then. He would have won all five rounds. Yeah. If if that fight just ended, he would have actually yeah, won yeah, all he, five like, rounds. Yeah. It's not even a joke. I don't. I think he's gonna win the rematch. Like, yeah. Easily. No doubt. Yeah. yeah. Um, even though I do got to say I love Edwards. Oh, I, love yeah, I don't the, know how you uh, couldn't. He's a good dude. I love the, what is he, the, the headshot bang or whatever, like his like motto. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I love him. Um, you know, it's interesting because he almost got saved in a way his entire career. And it's interesting how like there's the butterfly effect to everything that goes on in life. But like this is just a small example of it is if Nate Diaz isn't just his typical scumbag self. <laughs> and if you remember when he fought Edwards, and I don't know if you saw this fight or not, but there was a minute and a half left of the third round. It was only a three-round fight, and he wobbled him. Yeah, and then, but he pointed at him. And instead yeah. he pointed at him. He's flipping him off. But, like, if he just went and finished him. And yeah. he could have done it. I'm not, yeah. like, I'm not, yeah, that's yeah, not out of the realm yeah. of possibilities. Like, this guy was literally wobbling on his feet, and instead of following up with punches, like, he literally gave him, like, 15, 20 seconds, which, yeah, is, he was you know, just, which yeah. is a world of time to recover and whatever. Like, if he went and actually finished that fight, then he, Edwards doesn't sniff that Usman fight, and then he doesn't land that kick, and then he doesn't, like, and so it's like, and where Usman does it put still him? has the aura around Yeah, like, him. and it's just, like, and so it's crazy 
Um, but you know, like that just also shows like that how they're not like if you put Nate Diaz as much as I love him in the octagon with Usman, it's not even compare. It's not even close. No, well, and so if, if Nate had fought Kazmat, that would have been a massacre. that would have been a bloodbath. Yeah, also, yeah. I agree. As much as I love Diaz, that would have been a bloodbath. But yeah. yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So, um, you know, Edwards is obviously not as good as Usman. Um, he just kind of got that kick in there. I don't know, you can't put lucky in it because there's no such thing as luck in the sport. Um, but, well, his uh, cornerman had a great. He was like, "This is like you're losing. You got to knock him out. Yeah. Like that's all you got." And and he goes out. They have a big cut of it on YouTube where they have the Rocky music and stuff. It's pretty cool. And you know what's interesting is that that almost spawned, and it, this existed obviously before then. But that that almost spawned the uh, uh, punch same side kick that uh, I forgot. Somebody just got recently caught with it, and I don't know how you defend it. Um, it was on the card I saw with Volk do it. Uh, not Volk do it, but on that card with Volk Islam. Like, for example, like, what got him with that kick was, I believe it was, he threw the left punch, and then somehow, and this goes back to how good these guys are, like, how do you throw a punch with, say, your left hand, and then also throw a kick with your left hand at the same time? Like, it's almost like, I don't know how you even have that balance, but, so he threw the left punch, and... Literally 10 seconds, not even 10 seconds, a, a half a second to a second after that punch is thrown, the foot's already at yeah. his chin. And it's just like, how do you, if you're throwing both at the same time, how do you stop one or the other? It's, it's insane. And so it gave way to like this new error and like you see it starting to be used a little bit more and more where like if you can get that balance down, you can whatever, and you can throw the punch like a little off to like the left or something, have a move a certain way. And then that kick is following up like immediately and it's not a kick from the opposite direction, which is predictable yeah. and blockable. Like, if you go to block the punch with that hand, and then that hand's used up for the punch, and then now your face is free. It's like, well, I mean, I John Jones did that to Cormier in the second fight. What, the same side? Yeah, he kicked him right. Yeah, yeah. It's a difficult thing to, like I said, and think then, about balance Yeah, but J- John you Jones... With your right, you're usually, on, you're usually pushing off your right, or like, you know... And I believe throw, Jones told Cormier that was how he was going to knock him out in the, in the press conference before the fight, but um, John Jones definitely... And then... The craziest part, and Cormier even says this, is like he was dizzy and sp- and then John Jones tripped him, so he kept spinning, and then he said he just had no idea where he was, he and, then, and then Jones just destroys him after that. Yeah, um, which is why I say John Jones' fight IQ is on another level. Yeah, I agree, and that's that's really what it comes down to. Is like uh, you know one of the best parts about the sport is like it's such a chess match. You know, like, yeah, it's not it's, just a barroom brawl. It's not it's, just it's, a barroom so brawl. Yeah. It's it's you know he takes one step back, you take one step, but then it's also like it's more than just that. Like it's you know you got to circle right to like control the, like the spacing in the cage, like make sure like you don't get like you know your back up against the cage, like keep it in the center, or like move him in a certain direction. Like mm-hmm. if your strength is is your right hand, like you want to get him moving left. You know what I mean? So it's like you come left, he comes right, he comes. Yeah, no, you you know you come. I guess, left or right. I don't know because I'm not a professional fighter. But then he moves left and he's moving into your strong hand and it's just Well, like, that's why Derek, when Derek Lewis and Francis were fighting, people said it was like a boring fight. It was, they were both so afraid of the other one. Yeah, back. So that, that's that, what yeah. it's, you know, and, and it's so many adjustments on the fly yeah. and then nobody realizes how short that, that intermission break is. It is, it's a minute and it's like that thing goes so fast. It like, goes fast even watching it. Like I, there's been times I've went to the like the rounds ended. I've went to the bathroom. I've come back and it's already like thirty seconds into like yeah. it's that quick. 
And those five, crazy. I mean, those championship fights that are five rounds at five minutes are that's an, that's an insane pace. It's nuts, man. That's why Islam had never gone past I think the third round. No. So when he went to round five, he was done, and Volk Volk had done five rounds before. Yeah, but that's why everyone's if if you're good enough to get to that level of say Volk has it, Diaz has it. Although, like I said, you know he's not like the best fighter, but if you or Diaz Col- just has a crazy heart. Like Colby has it. Yep. Like if you if you're able to get that that next level endurance that some have, like what a factor that plays because it's, it's just, if you can't keep up with that pace, you can't keep up with the pace. It doesn't matter if you're the better fighter or not. Like if you're not prepared to, to exert that much energy or your body just physically can't, then like that just puts you at a massive disadvantage. Like Diaz made his money in the fourth and fifth rounds. Like that's his whole career. Yeah. It's like, he literally would just be a punching bag for the first <laughs> three and then just, like, he's still alive and you have nothing left. And so he fucking taps you out or he, or he ends up, like, winning the fight. Like, you know, and Kobe is a perfect example of that. The reason why he almost beat Usman that first time. Um, and I think he, he almost should have beat Usman. Um, you know, he ends up getting knocked out or whatever, I guess, at the end. But um, it was, was, just, it was just his stamina. Yeah, like, I think he broke just, his jaw in that fight. Yeah, it was, he hit him with that straight, I think, yeah. and like that. But other than that, I think he was up, he was up, like, Three to one or something like that. Heading into, I forgot what round it was, but I remember watching that fight. I'm a big Kobe guy. Yeah, um, he's great. Yeah, I mean, you just listen. Obviously, say what you want about his theatrics, but like, I mean, you know, that's, they're entertainers. Like, they're entertainers. McGregor. I mean, I McGregor knows. I think he realized he crossed a line with Khabib when he, <laughs> Khabib was like, yeah, "Let's talk I, now," yeah. and pummeling his face. Yeah, but um, I could talk off uh, UFC the, the whole time, but I do want to kind of talk about some other stuff. So you got, um, we're, we're what? What are we? Six weeks out. Six weeks out. So if you're listening to this and you don't know who I am, uh, me and my wife, a.k.a. My uh, sister. His is, sister. Is, yeah, is uh, going to be having uh, our first child. Wesley. And so Wesley, we are having a boy. Uh, due date is April 16th, um, which at the time of this recording is, yeah, about six weeks away. And it's just, it's, it's crazy how, how quickly time's flying. Like, it is crazy. You know, she got pregnant in July and... Uh, and it just feels like it's been like the quickest blur of my life. And then it's like, even, you know, obviously, you know, and like your whole time, your brain is like preparing for this giant life change that's about to happen. But like, it just never settles in. And I don't think it will until the baby's here. And like, that's what other people say as well. Um, it's like, even this morning when I was taking a shower, like I was thinking like, I am whatever, 45, 50 days away, whatever it is from like coming home from work and like it's no longer video games watching like I come home from work I walk through the door and like there's an infant there that like needs its diaper changed or like you know what I mean like yeah and like that's just like that's 40 50 days away yeah like that's it's fucking like it it just like boggles my mind sometimes that it's like that's just and every day I wake up, it's a day closer to like, well, you got at the, one point life's just going to change and I'll be changed forever. Well, you got the new house, you got a baby, you got a wife. I mean, this is this has been a crazy, <laughs> crazy time. It's yeah. not stop. <laughs> so I, I, yeah, we stress my parents out a lot. You know, your dad is just kind of more go with the flow. My yeah, he's been like, through so free, much that he's just he's excited. Just like, yeah, he's he's just, excited he's for the baby. Excited, exactly. And he's excited you guys are close to him. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm fairly confident that my dad is going to kill it as a grandfather. Yeah, like he's, oh, no, he's been no waiting doubt. for this moment for a minute now. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, just to touch base on, on that, what I was going to say is so, um, you know, my parents obviously are super happy, super excited. So that's not saying that, but it was just, you know, we got, 
pregnant before the wedding, but that was for those listening on purpose. Um, but, uh, so in the last seven months, we got married in September, honeymoon, late September into October, got home, had to go house hunting, got a house, having a baby, you know, she changed jobs to work from home. I ended up switching up my position. Like, so it's just been like a whirlwind of, of stuff. Like, it's like what people don't do in like three years, we're doing in a matter of, you know, seven months. How but are you handling that? <laughs> growing gray hairs. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's obviously been a lot. It's been stressful, but it's all, it's all, it's not like it's, it's not like I'm stressed like in a bad way. You know what I mean? It's like stress and yeah, and like it, it's like hard to like, like obviously maintain focus at work, things like that, whatever with so much going on, but it's all, it's all good things and it's all going to lead to good things. Like for example, you know, I kept telling my parents like once we, it seems like a lot and it is a lot. Um, you know, even her new car, like we got in October to make sure like, it's just, so it's like a whole lot of things like, you know, um, going on. Um, but once the baby comes, we'll be in a house, we'll have the baby. And then, you know, obviously I'm not going to use the word quiet because we'll have a screaming (laughs) child in the house. We'll have a child that nothing will be quiet from this point forward, but it'll be, it'll be settled down. You know what I mean? So like, although it's been an insane seven months is, you know, once we're in the house, as, as you know, which is going to be next week, and then the baby comes, well, then it's just, that's it. We have our, like, there's nothing on the checklist left. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's empty. Yeah. It's just, obviously, make sure this baby survives, but other than that, <laughs> yeah, just, it, it, it's going to be all right. Yeah. yeah, no, obviously, yeah, I'm not worried, but I'm just saying, like, at that point, then it's just done. Like, we're, we're going to, you know, and I'm super excited, because it's like, we're going to be, it's funny, because it's like, we're now, like, living, quote, unquote, like, the American dream. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're going to be in, like, a... The white picket fence, like, raising a family, like, you know, in the backyard, like, hanging out, like, you know, me, her, the child, like, obviously, you know, you guys and, and family come I'll over. Be, I'll like, be off t- around as often as I can, I promise. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Like, obviously, um... I kind of wish know, that like, the Jones fight was, like, I wish that Wesley like could time on. it. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, like, so I, you I, I love do, watching you. you. Well, we were watching, uh... We watched Patty Pimpleton down in Tampa. Yeah. That, I love watching USC with you. No, I agree. Yeah. I, I enjoy it as well because uh, I think we both have, like, that, that taste for it and, like, understanding of it. Obviously, you know, you've just been getting into jiu-jitsu recently and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's been a couple of years. I, uh, you know, not that I've, like, trained and stuff, like, I'm, but my brother, obviously, being a black belt. Um, yeah. And, uh, and just being around him going to tournaments and stuff like that. Like I grew my appreciation to it from there. Um, and then I've been watching UFC. Like I said, uh, my uncle was at the party today. He would rent the fights. And I remember, you know, what I, I was probably 13, 14, maybe going to his house to watch Chuck Liddell and, and Tito, Tito Ortiz, Ortiz yeah. and, and, you know, Ken Shamrock and like Ken all those Shamrock, guys. yeah. Like that's what, like, the, I, the, shoot, I, the shoot wrestling. Yeah, I've been watching yeah. for a long time. And so it's always been Hoist one of like, my favorite things. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, playing all the UFC video games, like whatever. And so obviously like, it's just now like where the sport is from where it came from is a completely different level. And I just like, you know, I enjoy it. And I think I understand it more than like most, you know, casuals who just like tune it on to like watch people just like bash their heads together and like you know think it's like brutal or whatever like i see it for more than like what it is you yeah know? a lot of people say khabib is a boring fighter and i'm like are you kidding me i agree like, he's his the way he i mean poirier talking about fighting khabib is one of my like he's just like his his feet are like hands it's insanity yeah no i agree it's like it's almost like uh i forgot somebody came out of like a 
a fight with him. It was like it felt like he had like eight limbs. You yeah, know what I mean? like, it was just um, like Poirier talks about it. Like just like it felt like there was limbs everywhere, and I was like, "How's this possible?" But yeah. I know we just got sucked back into a UFC. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> why. I mean, that's pretty much what but, we talk about mostly. Yeah, yeah, um, but, either that um, or or Lynn and the baby. Yeah, you know, obviously, you know, I joke around with you as far as like. You know, we don't want too much of your influence on the baby. <laughs> like, you know, you have your... Yeah, I got some demons. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I promise <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, if a... Wesley ever gets taken, no, like, I will bring I, him back in one that's piece. That's like your big moment. Just don't ask how. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. But uh, obviously, you know, we want you, uh, you know, and all family around uh, as much as possible. Um, you know, it's just like, it's... Like, we're obviously just trying to be a tight-knit family. Um, yeah. You know, family first, and like that's really what I'm looking forward to. Is like I don't even think of really anything else. Um, you know, when I'm thinking about this baby, other than like you know the summers, like you know how your dad always has like Sunday dinner like out here, like in you know grills or whatever. And it's like all right, like we're gonna bring bring Wesley by. Throw this how is your grilling, grilling pool. skills? Like, my grilling skills, my grilling skills are great. Do you think that at some point Steve I would, will I would, let you transition? I would, I would love to because because <laughs> it is a I mean great guy, but. You know, he says dinner at five, and it's like seven o'clock. I agree. Yeah. Listen, the the food comes out fine. It's just getting from point A to point yeah, B. It's, it's, it's a lot it's a longer hassle. than it needs to be. Yeah. He'll come out the the first time, and you think everything's prepped. And he's like, "All right, so what are you thinking? Like two thirty, three o'clock?" I'm like, yeah, it sounds good, you know. And then like three o'clock comes and goes, and then it's like three thirty, yeah. like four o'clock, and then he's like, "All right, I'll start prepping the burgers or whatever." So like, you haven't been doing this the entire time. No, he hasn't. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it starts getting on the grill, and, and then so... But everything ends, always ends It's always okay. a good burger, it's but just, it's just... Yeah. yeah, we start eating now beforehand. <laughs> yeah, you um, gotta eat lunch yeah, before yeah, we dinner. Have, we have lunch, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. So we pick up, like, a Subway sandwich or something on the way now, because it's like, you gotta have a little something, because, yeah. you know, it's gonna be a process. But um, at some point, he's gotta relieve himself of... <laughs> the duty? Of, of he's duty. gotta surrender. Yeah, also, just... just I, don't, I think, out, I think it'll be when he dies. <laughs> I don't think he's given it up before. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't like other people touching it. No, food. yeah. There's no chance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's so like that's what I think about. Like, really, it's like that's what I'm excited about. Is um, you know, I don't think about really anything else. Like, you know, bringing him places, or doing things. It's more so just like you know, like I can't wait for like to get your dad around him as much as possible, change his life. Like, yeah. You know, my parents are gonna be like obviously it's their first grandchild as well, and so, yeah. um, you know, they'll they'll be blown away and they'll be they'll be having a ton of fun. So like that's that's really what it's all about. Well, yeah, I mean, we talk about, like, time flies from the wedding to now, but I would, I would say the whole time I've known you, it's, it's, it's flown by. I mean, because you met Lynn right after, it was like a couple months after my mom passed? Yeah, yeah, so your mom passed away in January, and we started seeing each other in March. And then oh, yeah, I remember the first time I met April. you was my dad's, my dad's birthday right after that. Yeah. So yeah, that kind of, yeah, so that... Um, I remember I thought you were like a, a mobster of some sorts because your dad showed up with the, yeah, and then your yeah, friend was like, like your friend didn't say yeah, like yeah. my European friend. Yeah, he's got this accent <laughs> telling me like stay away from your dad. I'm like, all right, yeah, you know, my bad. Dress, like, <laughs> and wife's always dressed to the gills, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, he looks like, 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 like a Yugoslavian and, yeah, gangster exactly, or something. Right, I'm like, what is yeah. this? And he does sanitation and all adds up to be like, all right, like this guy's just yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, time time does fly. Um, you know, like obviously you've probably heard this. Everyone's heard this. Like growing up, like your parents, I like, can't tell you enough. Like you have no idea how quick this goes. Like you just blink and then like shit happens, and like yeah. you don't realize it until like because I feel like from birth, not that you have any memories really until like four or five. Yeah. But like from like birth to like eighteen, nineteen, or like graduating college, feels like it takes for 
forever. Exactly. Like it felt yeah. like it took forever. Like yeah. I felt like I was in high school forever. Felt like I was in college, like, you know, forever, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then out of nowhere, it just turned to where it's like, I, I wonder where these years are going. Yeah, I mean, college was four years, and I, it seemed like it was the blink of an eye, like, yeah. crazy. And uh, and so, yeah, and so now I'm like 31, and I'm like, you know, buying a house, having a kid, or whatever, and you're like, where, like, where did this time go? And then, yeah. you're right, even just this past seven months, I'm like, you know, getting married and all the stuff to now, like, here, it's just like, ah, like, it just melts away. Well, that's like, I mean, obviously, no that I've taken like a, a year off from everything, you know, I'm just focusing on loving me or whatever. But like I think in, my, in the back of my head, I'm like, I don't have much time, you know, I'm almost, nah. I'm going to be dead soon. Like yeah. I got to figure it out, you know? Yeah. And so then I'm like, and my, like, you know, my friends and stuff, they're like, dude, it's just one year. You're going to be all right. And I'm like, are you, are you sure? Mm-hmm. You know? Dude, a year flies. Like, you yeah. know, people don't realize how short a year is. Yeah. Um, you know, like I tell people whenever like they want to do something, you know, like out of the box, like change their life up or whatever. This and that, like one of my friends just moved down to Florida per se, moved down to Tampa, things like that. Like, just do it, for, do it for a year, like a year. Like it, it, it goes. Like you know what I mean. Like don't worry about, oh, I'm gonna miss time with my friends or I'm gonna whatever. Like just go fucking traveling, go move, go like experience something. And it's like, dude, it's just a year. It's gonna fly. Yeah, you don't want to like, die with regrets. Realize. Yeah, like That's... you just, you're not gonna realize how quickly it goes, and then it's just like. And then you'll be you'll be back here if you want to come back like oh like just come back like you know like just New York will always be here New York will always be here like we'll always be here yeah. you know um, but yeah like I said just it's like you think a year's a long time but it's it, it'll just fly by and then next thing you know like yeah you know. I mean obviously with you and Lynn having a family and probably more kids I assume but um, you know I I would have to make my way back north to New York at some point yeah um, I agree but, you know I'm gonna I, Florida's been good to me. Um, it's been, it's been warmer. Need, and, <laughs> but has it been like what you've needed it to be? It, it is. I needed to get away from everything. Like kind a of reset. Experience. Yeah, yeah. And I got a good schedule, uh, good job, good friends. And yeah, I mean, I think that, I mean, you, you've known me for what, four or five years now? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's just been nonstop distraction after distraction. <laughs> it's just been chaos, you know? Yeah. I mean. uh, and... I do, listen, I often say, and I'm not the only one that says this, but I'm not going to name names. <laughs> I, you know, I, don't, I don't know if I'd be able to live a day in your shoes. Like, I don't know how, like, I don't know how you do it. Like, every day is just pure chaos. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's just, it's just something new, somebody new. <laughs> no, um, there's nobody new anymore. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. just like, some, like, it's just, there's always something going on and, uh, and yeah. so, yeah, so I think you needed, to, you're right, like kind of hit the reset button, yeah. try and, you know, slow down. Yeah. The car is parked. A little bit and just, I pulled over. I got yeah. the radio going. I'm, I'm listening to some music, yeah. Yeah. but I'm not moving anywhere. And then just, at some point you'll get back in the, the merging lane and you'll, you'll come back onto the parkway and continue Exactly, on. exactly. Yeah. But, like, there's a, there was a path of destruction behind me, so I'm going to let the EMS crews clear that up, yeah. and, you know, get the tow trucks out there, then I'm going to get smooth sailing in the HOV lane, you know? <laughs> No, I listen, I agree. I think it was necessary. Um you know, I think it's done some good for you and obviously you know, you've done some things with yourself. You bought a house. Yeah. Um you know, you've had a couple different career uh, <laughs> paths. Yeah. You know, but like that's all it's that's what it's about. Like, you know, um you also have to think like although you are what, you're 36, 30, whatever? I'm not 36, but 35. Yeah, I'm, I'm old enough, yeah. <laughs> well, whatever. I, if you don't want your age out there, my No, I'm 35, but, yeah. yeah th- but so it's, you still, like, 
you're you're young. You know what I mean? Like think about like people who don't really like start their lives until like forty or like forty five. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like well, I also don't want to be like Leonardo DiCaprio, like fifty years old dating like a nineteen year old. Well, you don't. You you can be fifty years old and not date a nineteen year old. Doesn't yeah. mean because you're fifty you have to date. A no, I know. I'm just saying I don't want to be like that. No, I I agree. But I'm just saying like think like about I want it. what you and Lynn have. Like I'm not at this point. I don't think I'm ready for it. But like. I see you and Lynn, and, and you know, Lynn's, Lynn's my baby sister. Like, she always will be, no matter, you know. And I couldn't be more happy for her, be, and that's because of you. You know, she's been through Thanks. a lot of things um, that I wish she hadn't gone through, but, you know. Me too. For whatever reason, things happen, and the way she responded to it was, was admirable. And, you know, you coming in the picture after mom, you know, and then with the Lee thing, um, I couldn't have asked. I mean, I remember when Lee passed and my dad was like, oh, go, go to Lynn, make sure Lynn's okay. But I knew my dad was by himself. So at, at Lee's place. And I was like, I called you and I said, Hey, I got to go see my dad. You know, I need you to, and you were like, don't worry about it. I got it. Yeah. And, um, you know, from that moment on, I was like, you know, obviously, if if anything happens to my sister, I'll, like I'll be there in a second. But I don't have to. She, I, she's got you. Yeah, you And to, it's like, it's it makes it a little. You can take a little. Yeah, you can take a little. Off yeah, and like, yeah, and like focus on other things or other people that need it or yourself. Yeah, and that and that's I. You know, there's there's no greater compliment in the world I can give you than to just know my sister's. I don't have to worry about my sister because you got her. Yeah, and uh, for sure, it's 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 really awesome, and uh, and I love you, and I I love you guys, <laughs> I love, and love it's you been too. great. Um. But yeah, it's uh you know obviously it's been a whirlwind. Um, she's come a long way. We've come a long way though in general. Yeah. Um, you know, like obviously we had that uh, small breakup. Uh, oh yeah. That one year. Where, you, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like you know that was. But that's I, part of. Yeah, life, I listen. You know? I yeah, I'm not saying I was gonna. You know, I'm turning into you know a a good story where it was. You know, I've always been, although she might think it. You know. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I've just had the good head on my shoulders a little bit, like more mature about things. And so, um, you know, that was after the, after the Lee, um, Lee stuff that was in the summer after that. And, uh, you know, she just wasn't in a good headspace and just lashing out on me and other things like that. And that's not, I'm not trying to get into that, but what I'm trying <laughs> to say is, is, you know, she always, like I never lost sight of like who she was internally yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the way she was acting was not her fault. It was all the external things she's been put through over the whatever years. And so, like, like even when we took that break, per se, and whatever, like, it was it was for her, like, to help her. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like, oh, because, like, I was tired of dealing with her or whatever. Like, it was like, here, like, this, like, you know, like, she, I didn't tell her this because... You can't tell her this, but like I, when I was breaking, it wasn't like permanent, but like, you know, she needed to be, you know, well, it was, it was a like lot, pushed it was a lot in that direction with. to like, yeah. listen, go to therapy, figure out, like, you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, a little bit tough love in a way, like, you know, and whatever, and I'll, and I'll be here. And then, you know, she went, started going to therapy, started working on herself, this and that. And then, you know, it was only lasted a month or so. And then like, I, you know, I came back in the picture or whatever. Selling, and then yeah. it's been like... You know, like I've always. I do remember when I upset you when I took that that picture where you weren't there. And I, I drew the <laughs> that, stick figure in the photo. That was a funny photo. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so all I was all I was trying to say is, you know, like I like, even when I haven't been there for her necessarily, like in that instance, like I I was there for her, you know what I mean, and like and I'll always be there for her, obviously. That's what well, I'm yeah, you better now. now. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. So, 
Um, yeah, like there's there's no doubt in my mind that uh, that like she's in in good hands. I'm you know I'm also in good hands with her. Like she's probably the most loyal person. You'll ever I mean, meet. what she did she's, with she, she, I mean, she literally took care of my mom. Like she wasn't a professional nurse or anything, but my mom, um, you know, just she wanted her and Lynn had a really amazing relationship and uh you know she was there with her the, the entire sickness um which is beautiful and it's also sad but it's beautiful it's it beautiful it you know and lynn's um she's one of the most caring people i've you know i'm really lucky to have her as my sister and you're yeah i mean you, I, you know that yeah no listen and you're right it's it's unimaginable stuff um at least on my end obviously you know i've experienced heartbreak and, and death and stuff like that, but nothing of, of that sort. And so, you know, like sometimes I try and wrap my head around and not to get like, you know, too graphic or, or whatever it may be. Like, you know, some of the things you had to do from, from helping your mom get dressed to wiping her, you know, like things like that. Like I couldn't imagine having to do that like for my own mom. Like, you know what I mean? Like somebody who's raised me and then now she was what twenty two, twenty three years old. Yeah, at, she was twenty twenty two. She just graduated college. Just graduated like college, and like that's like now like your life is like you know hand on foot, like taking care of your mom as if you know. Yeah, she deserves all the happiness she has. hundred percent. Right uh, you're a big part of that. Hundred so. percent. Like that is although every day, I don't fulfill this, <laughs> um, but uh, every day you know like my one job is just to make her happy you know what i mean like that's my life at this point is is focused on nothing but that we we all appreciate that my dad Um, max yeah your dad actually i gotta say did a uh he did one of the most stand-up guy things um, which is what during that breakup actually um (laughs) that like not a lot of people know um lynn didn't know until i told her i was never supposed to tell her he swore yeah. So now you're telling um, my but entire, now I'm audience, telling the entire audience. Lee's yeah, entire but this, audience. this is yeah. years ago now. At this yeah. point, if he listens, he can forgive me. But um, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't anything crazy. But it was just a gesture. Like when we broke up, um, he actually called me like a week or two later, um, just random out of the blue call. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, like you know, I don't know, you know, why her dad's calling me. Kind of weird, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we only were dating for a year and a half at that point, whatever. Yeah. But so I pick up the phone and he's just like, listen, like. You know, I just want to talk to you, and he's like, I, it's like, I don't care, um, you know, if you guys get back together, you, you don't get back together, like, whatever it may be, he's like, the only reason I'm calling is, he's like, I just want to say thank you, um, you know, for, for how much happiness you, you brought to Lynn, um, you know, over the past, like, year and a half, because of what she's went through, um, you know, it was just like, it was like, a, like an appreciation call. Of like, listen, like, regardless of if you guys get back together, he's like, I just want, he's like, you, like, what you did for her and how much happiness you brought and, like, distractions, like, whatever. He's like, it's like I said, he's like, I don't care if you guys get back together. He's like, I just wanted to say, like, thank you for, like, helping my daughter, like, yeah. you know, get through this, these, these couple transitions. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, obviously I was just like, listen, like, obviously, like, no problem. Like, you know, like, yeah, I didn't know what to say. Yeah, and I was just, but. You know, like that, uh, like when we hung up, I was like, wow, like, you know, like what, like, what yeah. a stand up guy, you know what I mean? Like, he is a good guy. Yeah, like, yeah, really like, you know guy, what I mean? Like, yeah. they just called me out of the blue, like, just to, like, he didn't have to, like, you know, I just broke up with his daughter, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, 
um, this and that, but he just called me just to forget all of that and just say like, listen, like, just like, I just wanted to say like, thank, like, thank you. Like he was thanking me, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, it's like how often after well, you break think, up with somebody, do you get like a thank you call from their dad? Yeah, I think saying, we like, all knew, like when we, we, you know, when we all met you, um, that, you know, you were a special guy, right? I, I think that, uh, you know, my mom being like the biggest West Virginia fan of all time and yeah. my parents having met in West Virginia and West Virginia being such a part of our lives. And then you being from West Virginia, working at the same pizza place that Lee worked at at the same time, but apparently he was a delivery guy or you were a delivery guy, so you didn't actually directly meet. Yeah. But there was so much stuff. And, you know, whether you believe in a higher power or you don't, like, I do think that my mom was like, Lynn, you did so much for me. Like, here's Jay, you know? No and, doubt. I, and, and, I believe that, too. And yeah, I'm I think that, that in like I think a cocky that, way, I'm saying yeah. that. And, like, uh, you know, in today's world where, you know, there's not many stories like the stories we have you know the story we have for meeting and yeah. this and that like and so quickly after your mom's passing like i yeah i don't I, you know i don't want to word it like i was like a gift to, to lynn but like no like i think you're right like i think i came in like for this specific reason yeah i think you guys are meant to be together yeah i think that's fair exactly and i think it's great and um, uh and you know because if we would have met in college like we would have never lasted and so it's like all of our our past being at school together never you know lining up there and then you know my parents they got kicked out of the winery they belonged to the first time and my parents are nice people they never get kicked out of places whatever so yeah. that was like a crazy thing in its own for them to get kicked out and then have to go winery searching to like become you know members at a different winery and then they landed on Clovis out of the 200 or 300 wineries that are out here on the east end of Long Island yeah and it to be the one Lynn worked at and then like you know all of that stuff and it's just like it's too much to to not be. I feel like. Yeah, and I mean, it's at this point you guys are married and you're having a kid on the way, so I think <laughs> I think the prophecy was fulfilled. Um, <laughs> yeah, correct. Just correct. great stuff, and uh, I'm really excited to be a funkle, a fun uncle. For those who don't know, you're gonna crush it. Yeah, like I said, like <laughs> you know, as much as we want to tease you and stuff, like there's no doubt. Like you're right. Like like when he's five, six, seven years old. Like obviously, like you know, you guys will be wrestling and playing around. I'm not gonna take it easy on him. Yeah, life isn't gonna take it easy on him either. I'm gonna show him at an early age. I yeah, don't expect you. I'm gonna be like, say uncle. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but that's you know that's like your your role is like to bring like you yeah. know help fill him with like laughter and memories and you know and i think you'll you'll do just fine in that in that position you know what i mean like now what age can i take him to the gun range <laughs> um <laughs> let's let's go with 11 <laughs> 11 11 and what about what about when can he get when he get get on the motorcycle you think on the no, never never no, he's never getting on the back i told i told lynn i was like i'm gonna tell wesley at a very early age like me and you are gonna have a little secret, all right? <laughs> you don't tell your mom anything we do, anything we do on the motorcycle. Do not take on the motorcycle. <laughs> I was like, if she finds out, you know, because she's—I mean, I, I fear my sister, you know. Yeah, you're not the only one. Yeah, no, yeah. 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 Well, I guess I can just, you know, hang up the phone. You can't do that. Yeah, I, no, I can't. It's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I can go to a different floor inside the house or a yeah. different room, but like, no, there's, there's, you know, there's no getting past it. And, you know, one thing I will say which has taken me a while <laughs> um, to get used to because I didn't grow up in a in a madhouse of an Italian family that yeah, just yeah. Like all... screamed and yelled at each other for, Ambulances. for, uh... like, <laughs> for like 30 minutes straight and then like 
best friend. Applebee's and then afterwards. Ten, and then yeah. ten minutes later, go to Applebee's. So yeah. it's like when we would like get into fights or whatever, like it would be different for, because it's like that's not like that was foreign to me. Like first off, never really, you know, we we were never really like a you know an argument style family or whatever. But long story short, it's like you know like she'll you know, like, go bananas or, like, freak out over something or whatever. And then you're right. And then it's, like, 10 minutes later, like, you know, she's, like, ordering, like, ice cream or something. Yeah, she's the best. I was yeah. just, like, you know, I, I don't know what's going on, but, like... I remember one um, time she... My mom used to always get me the Tagalog Girl Scout cookies. And I hadn't had them since she died because I, I honestly didn't even... Could, like, I don't really actively see Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> yeah. And Lynn, one time, bought me two boxes of it and sent it to me. And I was just, like... How did she remember that? Like yeah. that's how she she's she's such a good person. No, listen, I, there's there's no doubt about it. I mean, from what she does, even for work, working with, uh, you know, the mentally disabled yeah. uh, individuals to like, yeah, every everything is just like, and that's why she'll she'll crush it as a mom. Oh, absolutely. And uh, and yeah, it, it'll just it'll be great. And I think, uh, you know, ever since things have smoothed out over the past year or two years like everyone's trending in a good direction your famous speech oh it feels like the malandrinos are coming back that was a very good speech i might have to now i might have to include that in the pod you might have to include that in the the pod um you know to do that kind of on the cuff a little bit obviously you you I was not allowed gonna, to speak, no, but I, know, I was you going knew to you speak. Were say something, <laughs> so you probably had a little something lined up, but it wasn't like it was written down or anything, so we yeah. can go off the cuff. Yeah. But yeah, but like that's that's really what it feels like. It feels like, you know, we're we're that much closer to like having a, a full blown like you know like we're back. Yeah. Um, style of thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, at some point, I will get in a relationship again, but this time I'm going to take it real serious. I'm not going to do the wrong just thing. Just take it slow. Exactly. I just you. You only have one speed, and it's 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 full speed. Well, and when like, things get chaotic, I'm your me. guy, though. No, I we, we, yeah, I agree. <laughs> no we one, no one handles chaos better than me. I no, can get nobody. Yeah, I nobody. got that. Yeah, but, but I, yeah, I mean, I I think uh, this has been a good developmental year for me. Um, I, I'm really ex- I'm really excited to be an uncle. Um, yeah, I think that that's gonna be fun. Um, yeah, I just, I, I'm excited to come up to New York more and and see you guys. Yeah, it's gonna be great and. Uh, and one last thing about, you know, like, you and whatever is it just, you just need to understand that, like, like, there's not always going to be something going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, there's, like, a lot of lulls, like, and that's what I mean by, like, slow down and just kind of, like, a pre, like, you know, like, there's weeks or, or days or days throughout the weeks that it's, like, it's just, you know, like, us sitting on the couch and, like, just watching TV or, like, she's upstairs and I'm downstairs and, like, it's, like, you know, we've talked maybe a handful of times, not because we're mad at each other, but it's just, like, you know, every day doesn't need to be, like, this, you know... Romantic like this, comedy? Yeah, like, this romantic <laughs> comedy, exactly. Yeah. And so, like, that's what I mean also by, like, so, like, whenever you do get in a relationship, just, like... um you know, try and just, like, understand that, like, yeah, like, it's, there's going to be the, those, like, mundane days or, or weeks or whatever, where it's just, like, you feel like you're on autopilot, um, you know, and, like, nothing's really happening, but it's, like, that's just completely, completely natural. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I forgot another example I was going to make of that, but if I remember it, I'll, I'll bring it up. But, yeah, that's all I was just trying to say is, like, just understand, like, that's how it's, it's going to be. Um, but you'll figure it out. I'm sure. <laughs> I, I have to, right? Yeah, like, you, you have know? to. Listen, I I say this to all my friends who are single and like you know they're struggling now and 
you know, just because it's like it's hard. Obviously, it's got to be you know, yeah. it's got to be difficult in a way yeah. to like see. You know, things like, you know, me and your sister are just like, you know, if they're in my friend group and it's like kids, their friends are having babies and marriage and whatever. Yeah. Um, but like I say all the time, like every time I go to, you know, Applebee's or out to dinner, like, I, you know, I look across and I, I see somebody who might not be super attractive or, you know, is a little bit weird or whatever. And it's like. There's plenty of those people who got married. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like people. Yeah. people there's someone do it. for like, everybody. Like, right? there's there's someone for everybody. Um, there's a lot worse people than you who have got married from. Yeah. You know, whatever. Like, you know, I don't want to get us canceled or whatever. Yeah, but I'm saying, yeah, like, please. from like, you know, like, yeah, the trailer parks to West Virginia to, yeah. you know, poor neighborhoods to this and that. Like, yeah. like, you know, there's been there's been worse looking people. There's been, you know. Worse people just in general, you yeah. know, criminals, this and that, like, who have gotten married. So yeah. it's just like, just have faith so that at some that point it's going to... if a criminal gonna... can get married, so can I. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, like, that's... Yeah. Uh, yeah. What I'm saying is just don't don't stress it and don't force it. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm trying to say is just just let it let it roll and and at some point it'll it'll happen when it's supposed to happen and just... I agree with that. I, I, did, um, ha- I did have a, um, a problem with trying to, like force a square peg in a round hole for you know? sure that's yeah. that's what i'm that's basically all that ties into the slowdown it's like yeah. you know like every new girl or this girl like doesn't have to be the one like um what i was gonna say before and what i blanked on before is like although me and lynn when we first started dating had the hour apart like when we first started dating it wasn't really necessarily just because the hour apart because it's not a major deal but it was like we we saw each other maybe for the first year before we moved in together first year and a half so each other maybe twice a week. Yeah. Like three, I, I, three that's, times would be like a real good time. And that's like, what I'm kind of looking like, for is like a long distancing where I see like maybe on weekend, but like, you know, it's like, more like... You don't understand yeah, how necessary that is to like grow. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like it just, it needs to just like progress in like a natural state and like you're right like not force a, a round peg yeah i'm not bringing bringing to a family hole. reunion on the third date you know yes exactly, <laughs> exactly which is no yes, yeah yeah which has happened before i yeah. have literally uh every family event for like the last six months yeah and stag yeah. yeah so like that's what i'm trying sleeping to in say twin is, beds like, and stuff know, it's been fun like it just you need to just yeah. kind of let it progress naturally and and you know that helped us a great deal because you know once you you start spending 24 7 together like nobody's really married to be together 24 7 oh, you know like yeah, even yeah. even married couples it's like there's tuesday night she's upstairs watching you know the bachelor or whatever and like i'm down and we just that's a night apart like yeah. you know like you you're never supposed to be anybody will get on each other's nerves if you're together well yeah I must, seven, i've, I've kind of had some good hobbies that i can maintain in a like you know jujitsu gym running, that's exactly all that stuff exactly, i can do on yeah. my own and yeah is, so i think um, that i think i'm in a good spot right now that I'm still not ready, and I know that. Yeah, like a valuable lesson my dad always and my parents always told me growing up, and and you might have heard this before, people might have heard this before, but like the idea of a successful relationship is uh, one person has their own life and another person has their own life, and you share those lives. Like Rocky said, you fill each other's gaps. You don't, you don't both live the same life yeah you each have your own personal lives and then you just share those lives together and like that's what it's all about is is one person does one thing has their friends goes out for you know game nights or whatever and then the other person plays golf and does whatever and then you just kind of share those lives together all right man well thank you for being on the show as i'm gonna call it what do you want a jason or jay 
Jay? Yeah, you can just do Jay. I mean, we'll, we'll get you back on pretty regularly. Uh, <laughs> but we'll give you Roman numeral number two for the next one. But I love you, man. Love you Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for listening, everybody.